This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we're diving deep into Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, Episode 10, titled Pandemonium. fans and welcome to that anime podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure i'm your host jordo and here with me as always are my co-hosts and ken we got the baby brother brennan and the oldest brother colton what's going on colton we'll start with you oh not much just got back from the state fair ate some fair food Saw some anime things there, pretty cool, but uh, just chilling now. Did you buy any of the anime stuff you took pictures of and sent to Brennan and me? No, I didn't buy anything. Uh, he's, uh, we're trying to save money, so try not to spend as much as we usually do at the fair. But they did have what some cool food-wise? figurines. What about food-wise, what did you guys eat? Uh, corn dogs, the corn on the cob there, of course. I got some fried Oreos. Um... Got some nachos, drinks, but we didn't go too crazy. Not like we usually do, at least. Yeah, you got to do the corn dog. That's like the, that's like the iconic food of the fair. You got to get a corn dog, and you got to take a picture with it for some reason. Yeah, the guy was there with the swords again. <laughs> Brennan, did you get your sword there? No, I got mine at the uh, Tokyo Tulsa Anime Expo. Oh, that's right. Well, they had some more. Uh, the sword guy was back there again. And he had some new ones. Couple is he still key- cash only? Uh, I I didn't look for the sign, but he had some new keyblades I saw there that looked pretty good. Yeah, he don't have a sign. It's just cash only for some reason because I was trying to buy a set of nunchuck last year. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> the guy's just trying to. He's just trying to avoid paying taxes. It's all. He does, can't fault him for that. Yeah, it's just it's just a hobby. Yeah, he ain't trying to report any of that shit to the to the IRS. <laughs> That's why he's cash only. What's going on with you today, Brennan? Not much either. I've just been watching football today, really, Sunday. No anime. I mean, I've been watching still just One Piece, like one or two episodes a day, at least. And you're still not caught up? No, I mean, if you're only watching like, I'd say I average probably 10 a week, you know, in seven days I watch 10, you know. It's just kind of slow moving. Yeah. But that's just because I usually watch one before I go to bed, one or one and a half. I don't have any problem. For some reason with One Piece, I'll stop in the middle of an episode and just pick back up. Hmm. I've been in my free time watching less, I shouldn't say less anime, but kind of waiting till, you know, next week when all of our new shows come on. I've been reading more manga. So I've been reading the Naruto manga still. And then last night I was like, dang, we've I haven't read any of the Jujutsu Kaisen manga since this season started, so I've been catching up to where we are. And it's interesting because the order of how they present the flashback of Gojo, it's a little different than what they showed in the anime. 
and I'm realizing how much Mappa changed about how to animate this and like change different scenes like the iconic scene of ghetto and gojo walking with like the terrible posture you know that's like a meme now it's super exaggerated like in the in the manga they're just walking normally and gojo has a coke and ghetto has his hands in his pocket like they're not slumped over and gojo's not flailing his arms around so i think that it's like little things like that is why mappa is such a good studio is they take what's well, already there and they're like how could we make this more interesting <laughs> yeah but i just know if manga. i started if i started reading it i'd just get ahead and i'd have to keep reading so yeah that's why you're you're not allowed to you got a yeah. short leash yeah i can't do it well but. it sounds like we we've all just been watching well, well, do you have you want to mention what you've been watching, Colton? I know you're probably watching the most of all of us right now. I mean, yeah, I finished Baki Hanma. It's pretty good. The let's say the ending didn't. So all three seasons, all of it, it's done. I think the series is over because he did fight his father, but didn't end it like I thought it would. But uh, it was still all right. It was good. And uh, I haven't even checked. I think there's a few new ones out there already on Crunchyroll, but uh. Oh yeah, I finished Bleach. Second season's done, so uh, third season will come out in twenty twenty four, or I guess the the follow of it's the same season but part three. Uh, finished mm. that today or yesterday. Uh, been watching JJK, yeah, and uh, I've fallen behind on Zom. I'm behind a couple eps, but it's been suspended indefinitely anyway. So, what? Yeah, I mean, no new episodes are coming out. That was some news I had, so they didn't give a reason why, but right now it's on an indefinite hiatus, so, like, episode nine is the last one. It's like, what the heck's going on? They've had just, like, some weird breaks in general for that show. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it dual airs on Netflix and Crunchyroll, so it seems like you'd have, like, a a pretty big studio behind it, like, Netflix, like, trying to get those out, so that's interesting. (laughs) It's just indefinitely... Yeah, not sure. They didn't give a real reason why, but yeah, right now it's on indefinite hiatus. Hopefully it'll come pick up quick, but I started Ahsoka on Disney Plus, trying to get up on that, Star Wars, so of course. But oh really yeah, I finished it. Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah, that's good. Shit's real good. Yeah, you need to start with Ahsoka now then. So Yeah, I'll eventually dabble, but... I've only started. I'm barely like halfway through the first. I haven't finished it either, so. But I will. Nice. Well, if this is your first time ever tuning in, welcome to That Anime Podcast. With JJK Season 2 now airing, you can count on us to release podcast episodes each week for Season 2. So be sure to tell everyone you know that watches this show to follow along on our weekly podcast as we talk about each episode in great detail. And if you have not already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and or Spotify, preferably both. These reviews are a great way for us to reach more casual anime fanatics just like you. Thank you in advance for those. Please, if you haven't already done it, now's the chance. Go ahead and pause. You're listening right now. Go to whatever you're listening on and click five-star review and then type up something funny so we can read it on next week's episode. How about that? Yeah. So, uh, Colton, yeah. anime news hit us. All What's going right. on in the anime world? 
Uh, quite a bit. Let me, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, like I said, ZOM 100's, uh, suspended indefinitely for right now. No reason why, but it's on indefinite hiatus. So that kind of stinks. We were watching it pretty, uh, <laughs> regularly, so that's some news. Not sure when it'll come it's back, just, but... It's just, it's weird. We've talked about this in the past. It's just weird when that happens because it makes you think that the episode literally like the next episode wasn't done yet. And the team is like, fuck, we can't get it done in time. Like we're not going to make our quota, you know, like why else would you not give a reason for the indefinite hiatus? Like, isn't it already, it's already packaged. It's done. Don't you have to click the air and set the time? Like I'm, I'm super curious to know how this works. So if you know, somebody does know, hit us up on the discord links in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there's a new viral manga out called Kagurabachki. Yeah, it, bro- it broke the top five on Manga Plus with only two chapters. It's a guy oh, with a I sword. Yeah, there's only a yeah. few chapters. I heard it's pretty good. So. Oh, it's 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 freaking good. I'll add. I I read it. I started it because I start a lot of different mangas, and it's it is awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's definitely gonna get an adaptation. Yeah, it's only two chapters, but yeah, it sounds like the way it's popping off it's going to be like a a jjk so it'll Mm -hmm. pick up pretty quick with an anime once it gets enough manga chapters out um so here we go we got some new anime coming out here's some some dates for them castlevania nocturne is september 28th so it's already out dr stone season three part two october 12th uh ragna crimson october 1st it's already out tokyo revengers season three uh, October 3rd, so that's just two days away. Hell yes. Undead Luck. Undead Unluck. October 7th. The Rising of the Shield Hero, so that means next week we'll already have an episode for y'all. October <laughs> 6th. Uh, of season 3, first step, so that'll be uh, Friday. Let's go! Um, Goblin Slayer, same day. October 6th. The Eminence and Shadow, season 2, October 4th. I might need to watch that. I've heard good things about it. Um, Berserk of Gluttony, October 1st. Shangri-La Frontier, October 1st. The Ancient Magnus Bride, Season 2, Part 2. I did watch this. I probably will pick it back up, October 5th. Spy Family, Season 2, October 7th, so that's this week. Um, After School, Hanako-kun, yeah, October 11th. Girlfriend, Girlfriend, Season 2, October 7th. I did watch the first season. It was alright. I don't know if I'll pick up the second season, though. Uh, Dead Mountain Death Play Core 2, October 9th. Um, is there any other ones that look? The Faraway Paladin Season 2, I will watch that. You watched that too, didn't you, Jordan? No, I didn't. Okay, well, I will watch that October 7th. And this one called Free Run Beyond Journey's End. I heard it's pretty hyped up for an anime. It came out on the 29th. It had a two-hour uh, first episode premiere. They say it's one of the ones to watch this season, surprisingly, so... I might check that out if it's on wow. Crunchyroll. Overtake, which is an F1 racing, so Brennan might watch it October 1st, so it's out today. That's called Shit, Overtake. I might go watch that after the pod then. Yeah, it's see called what, Overtake. It started, about. came out today, so first up's out. And here's a kind of another one. It's called MF Ghost. It's sports and racing. It yeah, doesn't look, a, looks like That's old. a show, isn't it? It's a continuation of Initial D. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like that older style of Initial D, so same drawings. 
it's out. Not a lot of isekais coming out in October. It's like all just normally named anime. Yeah. There's no, uh, like, reincarnated as an asshole in another world or anything like that. <laughs> the vending machine's still airing out. right now. No, I know, just, but, like, no, it was last they're not releasing. And the full lineup is, is no isekais, though. I mean, I'm sure some, <laughs> of, the, some, of, those, some of those were probably isekais. They just don't have the name of In Another World to, to got, really uh, make it stand out. Yeah. <laughs> we got a firefighter, Diego, Rescuer in Orange, came out, comes out October 4th about a firefighter, so I might have to watch that one. Yeah, you uh, you got to get the boys at the station watching that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them on here, but shoot, it's a, it's just all depends on where they come out at, you know. So this list I have goes on for a while. I won't read them all. There's 63 of them. So holy sh! Yeah, yeah. I don't read all that. Yes, but uh, Tomb Raider, it's getting an anime. It'll be out on uh, Netflix. It's an anime announced by Netflix. So Tomb Raider, look out for that. Devil May Cry is coming out on Netflix too, so they're making an adaptation of an anime for Devil May Cry series. The game's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Bleach: Thousand Year Blood War will return in 2024. Uh, Yoshiro Togashi that has started working on Hunter Hunter again, so he's back writing the manga. Hopefully, he can uh, get a chapter out before he goes sick again. <laughs> But uh, Jeez. and here is your top ten most fall twenty twenty three most anticipated anime. Um, number one is Spy Family. Two, Attack on Titan. That's coming out in November. Third, The Eminence and Shadow season two. Fourth, Furin is that one I was talking about with the two hour season premiere. I may watch that after this. Uh, fifth is Doctor Stone. Sixth, Goblin Slayer. Seventh, our show, The Rising of the Shield Hero, season three. Eighth, Death Mountain, Death Play. Ninth, the one hundred girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. And ten <laughs> is the Apothecary Diaries. Fourteenth is some ones we watch, Tokyo Revengers. I'm gonna see if there's any other ones that we watch. Uh, I don't see anything else on here that we uh, really watch, but that's all the news I got. Hmm. Quite a lineup of news for October in the anime world. This just goes to show how this industry is growing. Oh, I do have another big one. Um, Boruto, Two Blue Vortex, it will premiere in fall 2025, so we got a ways. But hopefully they do it right this time. Full year, geez. Yeah. That's all right. I'm reading the manga, so I don't not not needing the anime to come out. Yeah, they need to let those chapters get out and just follow the the manga only. Mm-hmm. But by then, right, so we're ready be... to. What? I was just gonna say by then it'll only be like a uh, thirty chapters out because they only release a chapter monthly. <laughs> I know it's freaking crazy. That, like <laughs> one chapter a month is is so slow. Yeah, like that's that's slow. I mean, and I know they're bigger one, chapters. They're about like fifty-page chapters, but still, they don't but accomplish still, a whole you, lot in them. Yeah, if you had the whole damn month to do it, that's pretty leisurely. But that's because Kishimoto can do whatever the hell he wants because he knows people will wait. <laughs> yeah. All right, we ready to talk about this episode ten of Jujutsu Kaisen? titled Pandemonium, for some odd reason. Let's get in it. All right. Well, first, I got to ask you, as I do every 
every deep dive. What do you guys think about this episode in generalities? Colton, we'll start with you. Uh, it was good. Uh, I just like how Gojo was a little lax, even when he was in the prison realm. He goes, oh, it'll all work out. And uh, But uh, I know a boy, Yuji, uh, he's already telling everybody that Gojo's trapped, just kind of setting everything up for them all being trapped inside the the veil. So mm-hmm. shit's going to start getting nitty and gritty in here. So I'm ready for it. It it bothers me that uh, in this show, I don't know why it bothers me, but they they describe veils and barriers. They're they're synonymous, but they use both. It's like just call either call it a veil or call it a barrier. Like don't call it both. Like it it bothers me for some reason. <laughs> like they different people call them different things, but like it's a veil. So like why are some characters calling them barriers? I don't know it. I noticed it this episode, I'm like, God, why do they keep switching back and forth on the nomenclature for this thing? Yeah, they just need to keep it at one word. Yeah, just keep calling it a veil. Let's let's stop calling it barriers. It's a veil. Or call it a barrier. Stop calling it a veil. Just don't call it both. There's my rant for the episode. Brennan, what'd you think of the episode? There it's been good episodes since the you know, the hidden inventory arc ended. I just feel like it's I'm not complaining, it's just kind of in this space where things are happening, but they only they give you the minimum of what it takes to make the episode good. So they just give you like a little a piece of food at the end to be like, Oh, that was pretty cool. But they like try they hold back as much as they can to keep the momentum building is where I feel like it's at mm-hmm. right now. And it, I mean I feel like that's unfortunately <laughs> it's how a lot of the newer anime is releasing where it's like you get like the start of a fight or the end of a big reveal kind of thing. So they're like they're giving you good things, good plot moments, but there's it just hasn't been like the full episode yet. What were you hoping to see this episode that they didn't give us? Just a little bit more. Like we didn't see a whole lot. We just got plot points laid out, you know, and the the Gojo's so strong that even the prison realm's having trouble with him. I was just hoping yeah. for some hands to be thrown. But it's fine. Just a small complaint of just where I noticed where it's like you feel good after the episode because they're always giving you something, but at the same time you're like, it just wasn't the episode. More <laughs> More <laughs> More <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. It was well, it like it is a solid episode, but yeah, you, when you when you go back and think about it, like if I didn't have my notes, I'm like thinking about what happened though. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's all it's plot and you need plot so it's all good and it's all playing towards the overall season. It's just obvious every time I'm just like wanting something big to happen. But you could argue big well, things are happening. I just want that full episode where I'm like locked in the whole time, like it's nonstop type action. Mm-hmm. Which they already had an episode like that this season when Gojo fought uh what's his name? Fushiguro. That was kind of like the episode. Yeah, that was like the start to finish episode. That was freaking A1. And they can't all be like yeah. that. But I think we're going to get probably two or three like that before the end of the season. So I just, I guess to sum it up, we're on the build up episodes right now. Mm hmm. Well, the episode starts off with actually confirming that last week we were talking about Mechamaru's fate. Brendan, you were like, that dude's dead as fuck. Colton and I were like, well, I think he may he may be alive. It definitely wasn't Nanami's voice. 
Turns out we were all right. He is dead, but it's also his spirit that he adv- he put into three different devices as insurance. He's been yeah. dead for like so, freaking 12 days or something. What did he say? He died on like the 19th or something? It's the, the 8th. October 8th, he said. You sure? I think he said the 19th and it's the 31st because it's uh, Halloween. Let me get, let me see my notes. Freaking, I'm pretty he sure says, it's the 19th. I just watched the first like seven minutes of the episode. I was going to watch it again, but then you guys were ready to record, so I only watched like the first little parts. Oh, yeah, he did say the 19th. Uh, he's been he's dead, been dead for 11 days. He's been dead for over a week for sure. So. <laughs> yeah. He, he had this shit set up. I wonder if they're yeah. going to get into how he set it up. Just like, I guess, curse energy works like that. Kind of like chakra. Yeah, he made some kind of. Uh, leave some chakra. He was able to. Well, he was able to store years in the Mechamaru, so I'm, I, I would assume that he could do the same thing in those little itty bitty things to. Yeah, and just like uh, pass talk. on all his knowledge, though. Yeah. I don't know how long it lasts. It probably uses up like yeah, his spiritual pressure, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they he's call talking. It. <laughs> he's telling them that yeah. it's not going to last yeah. long. Yeah, that yeah. it's limited. Just to trust him. It's still cool. It adds a good little wrinkle to the to the plot here because you liked his character, and it kind of sucks that he went out the way he did. But it's it all like he was the mole for the curses, but he also ends up being the mole now against the curses and helping Yuji yeah. and the other guys find out what's going on and giving the edge in a way back to the sorcerers. I mean, did yeah. he basically show, he kind of, I'm assuming he showed like a little bit of regret for even doing that though. When it like kind of flashed back to the blue haired girl and he was like, I'm the worst. Yeah. Like, cause he, he is the mole for them. And like, I, I've said he's saying on the episode. Yeah, I understand he's the worst his reasons. The whole reason, but you, if he Gojo yeah, even got caught is because of him. Yeah, if he was cool I mean, with just could, being a roboto, he none of it. The plan probably wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. I would. I I don't hate him for it because he. I mean, he did it out of love. But uh, I kind of agreed with what Brennan said last week. I mean, you got to see his character a little bit of development, and then they killed him. Which I'm not saying he was an important character. Which he all characters are important somewhat to the story, but. You know, he had his time, so. Yeah, just because you're so. a selfish bastard doesn't mean doesn't mean you can't be a pretty good character. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. hey, hey, let's not forget the reason why he was so bitter is because he his his skin was made of glass, his bones were made of paper, he's had to soak in acid all day. I mean, never saw sun. He had, he had some good reasons to be bitter, but yeah, he didn't need to sell everybody out for it. Um, but anyways... Episode starts off with the same kind of scene as last episode ended. He says, can you hear me, Yuji Itadori? Listen, and and we get a different reaction than what we got last week, which is, it's really weird when animes do this. So Itadori, <coughs> excuse me, he takes this thing off of his ear and he slams it into the ground. This did not happen last week. And Mechamaru says, wait, 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 I'm your ally, you idiot. It's me, Mechamaru from Kyoto School. And then he says, there's no time. Listen and understand the first time. So Toru Gojo has been sealed. So we go over to Gojo and Geto. Geto says, good night, Gojo Satoru. Or Satoru Gojo. We'll meet again in the new world. Gojo says, maybe for me, but it's time for you to wake up already. And then almost as if they're implying some kind of like communication internally between 
Gojo's six eyes and Suguru, the real Suguru. He says, how long will you keep letting it have its way with you, Suguru? This part was cool because right whenever he Gojo thinks that, Ghetto's hand starts twitching and then it full on strangles him. Freaking yeah. gives gives us hope that maybe there is going to be some kind of reconciliation between Suguru and Gojo and maybe there's a way for Ghetto to come back. Because clearly his soul is still in this body. Well, even he said the soul's gone, but that body is some the body has some what attachment to the soul. But yeah, I can And the soul to the body, yeah. In yeah. his in his worldview or his technique, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause then uh Patchface or Mahito or what I guess what whoever's possessing Ghetto thought he said something pretty poetic where he's like, Why does that have to be universal truth? Can't that just be true for like your technique and my technique being different? Yeah. Which I think is an interesting fold to throw in to like the whole cursed energy thing. That just because that may be true that the body's not part of the soul when it comes to Mahito's technique, that the way this character, who we don't know yet, is like possessing bodies, it may not necessarily work the same for him. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. So he's choking hard, too, I'll I'll add, like strangling. (laughs) And Ghetto, he starts laughing, and he says, Incredible, this is a first. And so Mahito is the first to wake up of out of all the curses, which, I mean, I think confirms he's definitely the strongest. Yeah, I think that's what... He wakes what, up a good minute or two before Jogo and Shozo do. That's F. They, they did that to Jogo. He was, he was supposed to be that dude. <laughs> yeah, he was. He thought he was that guy in season one. Mm-hmm. Ghetto says, Mahito, look at this. You propose that the soul exists before the body. But actually, the body is part of the soul, and the soul is part of the body. There is no other way to explain this phenomenon or the fact that the body's memories flow into my brain after I swap hosts. Mahito says, does that really have to be a universal truth? Are you sure the world doesn't operate differently for your technique and mine? Ghetto says, so each technique is its own worldview? Ha ha, I like it. What a lovely idea. This is when Gojo interrupts them and says, Oi, you gonna do this? Hurry it up. Not only is this absolutely foul, but the view here is awful too. Ghetto says, I wanted to enjoy this sight for a bit longer, but indeed, I wouldn't want anything to happen. Gate close. And this was freaking, this was another, I bet in the manga this is an iconic, like, scene. I thought it was really cool, the last, yeah, the last little shot that Gojo is, like, looking out through a crack at, Ghetto, just before it closes. That was freaking sweet, and it kind of reminded me of Kakashi hiding in the bushes during the bell test with Cell 7. <laughs> That's what that reminded you of? <laughs> Shit, stakes are way yeah, lower. Yeah, because I just... Stakes are way lower hiding in that. the bush. <laughs> yeah. I just read that because he's like, so that's where you are. <laughs> uh, But yeah, freaking sweet. Like, oh, yeah. And I was going to say, I rewatched the JJK Zero movie. Uh, Yuta, I, I was gonna say Yuta's a badass, and that one guy who with the teacher with the like the spiky hair, he was in the movie. Kusakabe. Uh, yeah, the one who's with Panda, he was in the movie for the like. He didn't say much, but he was in it. He, well, he was just downtown and, uh, for that fight or whatever, the big fight. Yeah, with uh, Gojo and all them, and uh, the Night Yuta. of a Thousand Spirits or Curses. Yeah. 
And Utah's a, a distant relative to Gojo, so that's why he has pretty high uh, curse energy. And um, he still is able, like I said, he was able to embed his curse energy into the blade, and he can still do it even without, uh, uh, what's her name? Rika. Rika, yeah. He just doesn't have the Rika's powers now. Uh, yeah. I'll just, yeah. yeah. He's still strong, though. So, like you said, Gojo even mentioned him in this past season, but Yuta is still very capable in the show. Mm-hmm. Only Gojo thinks that, though. Yeah, only Gojo. Or but... the thing, well, I mean, maybe not only Gojo, but Ghetto or the person possessing Ghetto does not seem as a threat. Yeah, it's like Kuraraki is his name. He said his name, Kurga, didn't he? I can't remember. Who? No, he didn't say what his name is. Okay. okay hopefully, hopefully you didn't drop a spoiler, kid. <laughs> <laughs> if I did, I said it wrong anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, so this cube, after it closes, it's a cube, and it actually turns out that this prison realm is basically just a dice, but instead of the dots, it has eyes in its place. Oh, uh, is that is so it number? It's, it's numbered like a dice. I didn't catch that. Yeah, I just thought it was just eyes all over like it. It's numbered like a dice, and it shrinks. That's why they. I'm betting that's why they explained how it works when they were playing that mahjong game and rolling the dice and picking things. Um, but it shrinks to fit in Ghetto's hand, and then the eyes on this thing they got all close. So this cube, they explain that it can no longer be used. It can only hold one person at a time. And then when it's done, it turns metallic silver, which was pretty sweet. And then Mahito's like, so we can't put anything else in there. And this is whenever Ghetto's like, basically, unless the person inside kills themselves, the cube cannot take in another person. So there is a way out for Gojo. He has to off himself while in the cube. or somebody on the outside has to say gate open or something that's holding it. So I'm I wonder not sure if he, how they're planning to break it out. I wonder if he could have, like, what he did against Toji, um, killed himself, and then used reverse curse energy to bring himself back once he's out. That's what Maybe. I was thinking. Or just, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about Itadori edition, how he came back to life as well. So it's like, we know, we know people can die and come back, yeah. so maybe that is a, a way. Because I don't think Gojo actually died. He started using reverse curse energy right before impact, but we know people can come back to life. Yep. But it may be different if you have Sukuna in you, then I don't think they'll, <laughs> I don't think they'll take that cop out. I think he'll, uh, have to be saved by the, that by the outside sorcerers. Yeah. So ghetto says the ceiling is complete and the intro song plays. You are my special. Yeah, Freaking beginning awesome of song. the song's the best, best part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got like a, it is kind of like a Halloweeny twist song too. Is what's cool about it. Yeah, perfect song. I mean, they nailed it. They nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Um, so May May, she's having trouble believing that Mekamaru, um. What Mechamaru was saying and that Gojo has been sealed. She wants proof. Mechamaru says, I don't have any proof, but if I must provide something, it's the very fact that I'm here. I was killed on October 19th by the special grade spirit called Mahito. 
What's here now is no more than the insurance I left when I was still alive. Advanced insurance, yes. So I had no choice but to set its condition for activating to after Satoru Gojo has been sealed. To decrease the risk of it not going off, I only managed to sneak these puppets into three locations ahead of time. Yuji Itadori was the Jujutsu High Sorcerer least likely to be leaking any information. And Meimei, given the situation, I'm now certain you're in the clear too. So there's one thing that he says here that I want to talk about for a second. I managed to sneak th- these puppets into three locations ahead of time. So one is Yuji. One was in the Shibuya station that Mahito destroys. Where do you guys think the third one is? Blue-haired girl. Oh, that's a good guess. I don't know. I was I thinking think somewhere, maybe with somebody with the Kyoto squad is, I don't know, but he knows more information than us, I was thinking he sent one to Utah. That's also a possibility. But based off of the in, the uh, opening, I mean, somehow he would have, I mean, I guess he could tell Yuji, like, hey, tell, tell, her tell I love Blue her. Hair. I always loved her. <laughs> 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 I mean, and that gets the job done. But there is still this third puppet that we don't know the whereabouts of. And I have a feeling it's in a very clever place that could really disrupt the curses. Like, even I'm thinking something like he hid one on Gojo and like it's in the prison realm with Gojo somehow. I don't know. Yeah, or he put places somewhere strategically where. Well, obviously strategically, but something where like maybe his cursed energy can like be a resource to somebody in a pinch. Yeah. Where he like ends up saving a life from death. Like somebody, I don't know if you can like share, if you can like give cursed energy to someone or something like that, like they're about to die and then they like get enough power from him. I could see something oh, yeah. like that also being an option, like comes in clutch basically, like his last one, save somebody from their death. Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't tell us this episode because it, it's nice to wonder, like, oh, yeah, where is that third one? Yeah, Because he wait. doesn't even tell Yuji. I could see them waiting a couple episodes, like three, four episodes down the line, comes back into play, that third one. Uh-huh, when all is lost, and you think that, yeah, you know, you, you by the time we all, as viewers, forgot about this third one, he's going to come in, and maybe it's the giant gigantic Mechamaru that he fought yeah. in the Gundam. <laughs> Either that or start the next episode. It's going to start right off with the third one. If you yeah, want the other. maybe. So he says, and Maymay, given the situation, I'm now certain you're in the clear too. She says, why? He says, because someone as skilled at intelligence gathering as you was dispatched here to the Meiji Shrine station instead of acting in the shadows at Shibuya. Itadori wasn't even a part of Jujutsu society until several months ago either. She says, hey, that might have been so I'd have an excuse to refuse aiding them. Besides, I'm the one who has kept Itadori-kun from stopping, from heading straight to Shibuya all this time. Even if we were ordered to be on standby. Then Mekamaru says, then why is a curse user currently heading your way to eliminate you? So... This whole exchange, I still don't th- really trust Maymay. Yeah, the only thing I could think was it was just for us so they could deduce that, hey, you guys can trust her. Because why, if she's not working for them, then why like press 
Nekamaru to be like, well, I could have still done this. Like, what's being the point? Like, somebody who isn't working for them would just be like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. yeah I, I just think that's her attitude. I mean, everything she did is just for money. Yeah. Which is why so. I think it had to just be for the audience so we could be like, yeah. get behind her and not be suspicious the whole time. Maybe they don't want us or we're not supposed to be. Yeah. Because who knows, this dude and his dog coming down the freaking railway c- could be in on it you too. Mean J- <laughs> Jake the dog from Adventure Time? <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look like him. <laughs> <laughs> Jake the dog and Finn the human. <laughs> I think that fight's going to be a good one for some reason. Just got a feeling. Oh, yeah. Anytime you got a dog chained up, wrapped around your wrist, that looks like Jake the dog from Adventure Time, you know that. Sh- yeah. I mean, that shit ain't on accident. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more so about May May, but yeah, I guess they could be. The first thing I was thinking is, like, I don't really want to see her kill the dog, but I'm sure he's going to transform into like a vicious looking because right now he looks kind of you know he looks like a funny dog yeah so I'm, I'm sure he's gonna have like a transformation into like something more killable or exercisable I mean, you know the guy that the cursed spirit that's coming down the tunnel is freaking crazy because his hat it was basically like a metapod beanie like hat it looked like a, a hat that was metapod shit was ready to harden man but, but okay, so May asks Yuji, hey, are these things stronger than the curse you fought? And Yuji's like, I don't think so. Or he says, I think that they are basically stronger. And May is wondering where the heck all of these cursed spirits that are strong and that can apparently speak, where, one, where have they been hiding? And two, what have they been doing up until now? So basically all these cursed spirits are coming out of the woodwork all for yeah. this plan. Yeah, because Gojo's sealed now. So like what they said, that it's going to tempt the sca- or tip the scales. And so more uh, curses will be coming out. Yeah. So this is a curse user, though, um, that's heading their way. So it's not a curse. Because Mechamaru says, then why is a curse user currently heading your way to eliminate you? But yeah, I don't know. Because part of me is thinking, like, Ghetto was giving me vibes this episode that, you know, his power, this brain's power now, because he controls Ghetto's body, is curse manipulation. So what's stopping him from manipulating Mahito, Jogo, uh, Chozo, all of these curses that think that they're acting on free will, but really maybe they're being manipulated? Are you talking about Ghetto? He can yeah. Only, I think only his body, that brain has to be inside the body for him to take no, it over. I'm saying why, I'm saying Ghetto could potentially be, already have his thumb over all of these curses like Mahito, Jogo, and they just don't know it. Like he's already manipulating them because that's his technique, is curse manipulation. Well, yeah. I mean, they probably could because, uh, what's his name? Jogo didn't even know that he was a curse. He thinks he's still a human. Does he really? Maybe. Well, he questioned him in the last episode about, like, why are you doing this? Why are you on, not on the human side? When at the table? Oh, remember? yeah. Because that, that plan yeah, was. Yeah. Why well, do you he, think we yeah, would, uh... I don't know if they know that he's actually a curse or not. Or if they well, actually Mahito still knows. Ghetto. Yeah, they may not know. No, Mahito definitely knows because he had that conversation yeah, with Mahito yeah, yeah. about... But, yeah, Joker, Mahito, but they might not. Guys. 
Yeah. Yeah, Jogo might not know. But the other, uh, I don't know, I feel like the human ones, they may not know either. They don't, it's, it's probably on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> yeah. so I'm sure some, a lot of them don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, it, it, the more you, I think about it, it makes me think maybe Mahito is... Mahito is from Ghetto. Like it's an, it's a curse manipulation that he, Ghetto had already acquired. But he a like long grew, time ago like, and he's released him. He got better. Remember, he was like weaker, and like they said, he's in an infant stage when Nanami first fought him. He was like this cursed spirit, still a child. Like did he yeah, catch it could him, be one that Ghetto created. Blood. I mean, that mm-hmm. actually be pretty cool if he was, but we'll have to keep seeing. I'm not really ready to decide one way or the other. But yeah, that is his technique. So technically that's anybody his technique. that's not a curse user he could have under his thumb. Yep. Um, so May, she says that she's going to just ignore what Mechamaru is saying and wants to confirm Goju's status, Gojo's status first. Mechamaru says, don't. The situation in Shibuya has already changed. And he calls them barriers. He says their barrier techniques are several degrees better than ours. There are currently four veils lowered over Shibuya. See, he he calls them in the same sentence or the same little spiel. He calls them a barrier and veil. It makes no sense. A, there's four bar- barriers. The A barrier or veil is trapping common people inside. B is trapping Satoru Gojo inside. C is trapping sorcerers from entering. And D is another veil like A keeping common people inside. So veils on barriers and barriers on veils. Um, Mai can't get a hold of anybody. She's trying to call the assistant uh, supervisors that are supposed to be outside the veils. She can't get a hold of anybody. Mekumaru says, please just follow my instructions. This insurance of mine won't last long, please. She finally agrees, says, all right, tell us. Mekimaru says, Itadori, return to the Meiji Shrine Station and head to Shibuya from the surface. Tell all the sorcerers there about Gojo being sealed. Get them to share our goal of recovering Gojo. Meimei, create an opportunity for Itadori to escape. After defeating the curse users, I'd like you to follow this track, for starters. But I don't know what moves the enemy will make. See, this little... This little job that Mekamaru gives Meimei makes me think that he doesn't trust her still, and he was just saying all that stuff to make her think that he trusts her. After you defeat the curse users, just follow this track for starters. Yeah, yeah I mean, could be awesome. a good he way to. Be, he could be. Yeah, I was saying it's almost too obvious be... at this point, though. <laughs> but sometimes it's I think like Mekamaru knows something, and he he's. He's trying to get Itadori away from her, but also not blow his cover that he knows that she's on the side of Ghetto. Maybe I don't know. I just still be. don't trust her. Yeah, it's hard to seem like to trust her now. We saw like her in the past, like she's been on their side since the beginning. But if, like we said, she likes money, so maybe they're offering her something that she couldn't refuse or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But she takes right out now, her axe. Oh, I go ahead. Gonna, I said right now, I feel like we can trust her somewhat. I mean, I trust her for right now, at least. So, at least my gut feeling. But it's hard to say. Yeah. My trust isn't given, it's earned. <laughs> she ain't earned it. 
She asked Mechamara, by the way, they haven't frozen your bank account yet, have they? Mechamara was like, oh shit. He says, if, so- if Satoru Gojo disappears, both Jujutsu and human society will be upended. I'm sorry, but please stake your life on this. Yeah, so the Cursed Spirits, this is when they finally arrive. It's a crazy guy with a Metapod hat and a dog who looks like Jake the dog. Uh, we go back over to Shibuya. Chozo and Jogo finally wake up. Like we said earlier, this must mean they're not quite as strong as Mahito. The Prison Realm Cube, it slams out of Geto's hand and into the ground like it weighs millions of pounds. It like crushes the tile on the subway. And all of its eyes open, but now all of the eyes are Gojo Blue. And they're freaking crying. And they're bloodshot. This thing is... This thing's working hard. It's steaming. The eyes are crying. It weighs a freaking thousand pounds. Ghetto is like, I can't believe this guy. What did you guys think was happening here whenever this dropped and he said, I can't believe this guy? That he was figuring something out. Basically, what exactly happened? I didn't think he was going to get out, especially like the same <laughs> episode he went in. I didn't think he was going to be like, he wasn't strong enough. Dude. But, I full on thought he was he was breaking free. I was like, oh shit, he he freaking broke out. Yeah, they, I, I mean like, they're at least gonna leave him in there for an episode. And just like yeah. two minutes later, he's just like, son of a bitch. He thought this thing could hold me. <laughs> I thought I he thought, was activating limitless, like from inside the cube, and nobody'd be able to touch it. Yeah, I knew like I felt like he wouldn't escape, but I feel like he was testing it just to see how far he could go to push this thing. Uh, if he could, like. The only thing like, is, we know event- eventually he will get out, but we just don't know how. Like, I don't think it'll hold him forever. Cause he was going. Gojo. I feel like he's not even trying to get out there. Like, whenever they did cut to him, he was just like putting on the old blindfold and like, I might as well get some rest in here. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like, seem yeah, super natural aura. Either, like I said, is that strong? Yeah, he didn't seem concerned. Like I said at the beginning, like he just said, "Well, it'll all take care of itself." So. He doesn't sound concerned about it at all. So that's just Gojo's attitude towards everything. Yeah, so we get a glimpse of what it looks like inside the cube. And it's all just a bunch of skeletons chattering their teeth. Not in unison, I'll add, just randomly. While Gojo relaxes in the sea of them. Gojo says, looks like the physical time isn't passing inside here. Man, I screwed up. This is all kinds of bad. And then we get a glimpse of Megumi, Nobara, and Yuji. And then he says, well, it'll work out somehow. I'm counting on you, everyone. So since time isn't passing inside there, if 10 years goes by, he'll be the same age as Yuji, Nobara, and Megumi, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do that now that, I'm, now that you mentioned I mean, I knew time didn't go by because... He's talking about bringing him out in like a thousand years, whenever. whenever he's basically in a, he's basically in the freaking hyperbolic time chamber. He needs to just start training and come out, fucking like even more powerful than before. <laughs> I'm just like, how does he even train? I feel like he can't even really train and get stronger at this point, like unless he just gets pushed, you know. I mean, like I don't know if push-ups and like throwing boxing, like throwing hands, makes him stronger anymore. Training of the mind. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He can do something in there. I mean, he's basically frozen in time, but he's conscience. His 
he's conscious of it, so he's going to definitely take advantage of it somehow. But that would be freaking cool if, like, X amount of years did go by and he comes out and he's, like, the young one now. But, like, going to save everybody. Um, Now it's 922 and Shibuya, Kusakabe, he's sucking on a lollipop. He says, true, even accounting for those trapped inside the station, the crowd density was low. The uh, Zenin old man, which is that, did you guys say that's uh, Maki's dad? I'm pretty sure. Grandpa? I've been thinking it is like the head of the clan, the one who's been thwarting her, the one that laughed in her face whenever she said, like in her flashback, that she was going to go to school and be the head of the clan. Yeah, pretty sure that's a him. piece of shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's pretty he's chill, the... just having a cold he beat right before, he goes, right before he goes into battle with some spirits. Yeah, he's freaking drinking a beer. Like, well, I mean, dude. you don't want to go. You want to get at least a light buzz before you start exercising <laughs> curses. <laughs> that's true. I shouldn't judge his. Maybe he's like a drunken master, and that like helps his technique. He says, "So the transfigured humans were lying in wait inside the buildings, and now they've started attacking the non-sorcerers, huh?" Nanami says, that's why we've stopped standing by and started to act. There wasn't much else we could do. Our response is falling too far behind. But my biggest concern is... And then Eno and Megami start to say the same thing, but Megami ends up winning this and says, The veil, keeping sorcerers out that lowered at the same time, right? It's been some time since Gojo-sensei arrived at the site. Why did they choose now of all times? Nanami says, I'll focus on the ones who lowered the veils. You two, please rescue all the common people you can. And all the teams enter the veil simultaneously. Pretty yep. anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I just I'm, I'm missing like, the importance. They're in, they're in. But they can leave, I mean, at any well, time. Through that one, but some of the ones some of the ones on the inside are different. Some of the, they can't get through some. Some of them they that can't veil get that out. They, but like the significance of them walking into the veil simultaneously is just into the veil that all of the commoners can't leave from. Yeah, that's, <laughs> they're just going through like the biggest one of the four, like the yeah. outside. It's encompassing the other three. They just okay. like sh- showing people stick their hands through and walking through the wall. <laughs> yeah, Panda walked through, and the last thing to pass through was his ass because he's got that donk. <laughs> I think it was actually his stomach. Did he like walk through backwards or nah, something? It was his little stu- his fluffy tail was the last thing, but yeah, oh, okay. it was like his butt. It was like the little yeah. cotton tail. <laughs> it's funny either way. Now we go over to the guy that was driving the trio around. I think his name's Ijichi San. This dude, man, you got to feel bad for him. He's just trying to make calls, do his day job. <laughs> He ain't been, got no power. He can see curses. He's, and that's about it. Screen time wise, he may be like a top, like a top ten <laughs> character. He, he oh, was yeah. up there. I was like, shit, <laughs> this guy's. This guy. He he helped with the Junpei like arc with uh, Yitadori with the the fly head. Like he was this in the movie too. Yeah, he was in the Shujutsu Kaisen yeah, Zero he drove, and all uh, that shit. He, he drove Yuta around and shit, and him to that one. Uh, what's the guy with the the voice? Uh, Inumaki. Yeah, yeah, he in drove the movie. him in, in a mock to his voice to their mission. Yeah, I mean, he's like up there, and they they didn't they didn't give him a proper death. Itadori would be they pissed. They showed no he respect knew, for the. He knew about this guy. He was just fucking. 
Why didn't he turn around? Why did he just like get stabbed Dude, once, guy. get stabbed twice, and then he's just like, I would after one stab, I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> Turned around. <laughs> I've never been stabbed before, so I don't know. I'm sure it's a shock, but he just like never even I got mean, to face his killer. The writing had no respect for this guy. I mean, this dude had one of the most disrespectful deaths. And even if he ain't dead, this is the most disrespectful thing you could ever do to a character. Yeah, that dude's not he a... died initially, but if he ain't dead, he will be dead. <laughs> no, he's fucking dead. <laughs> I still showed him hanging on to the, the stair rail. I so thought that was just like his be... his body just died and he just, just banged his head and like just went. Now you could tell he he was like still shaking like he was like hurting, but he's gonna die out. <laughs> I mean he's got, he's gonna play that. Got, I mean I guess with curse energy, if uh, what's her name shows up, the friend that heals people. But I mean this is because his organs don't this. work. His internal organs are gone, so it's gonna need reverse curse energy for sure. So there were four stabbings here, but they were all spread out with about four seconds in between. And the crazy thing is, is like Brennan mentioned, he didn't do anything. Like he got stabbed once and then just moved his phone to the side and seized the blade through him. And then the guy keeps saying, yeah, and stabbed him a second time and then a third time. And then at no point did this guy like say anything, try to turn around and like fight for his life. I think was he was that? just generally in so much shock that he was getting stabbed. He just was like accepting it. It yeah. was weird. What was the sound the guy was making? He was stabbing. He kept saying something every time. He was like, yeah, it was translating yeah. to yeah. 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 Like the yeah. crowd. I was like, like that. Yeah. You seen that kid like throw the basketball off his head? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that old mine. That was just like some kid back in the day. Someone's like throwing a basketball off his head, like a little yeah. five-year-old. He makes it sound like that. He's like, yeah. He goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. And it's the freaking annoying blonde guy with the sword that also holds his hand. And he says, man, bullying the weak really is the best job for me. This is what you want, right? And some we've seen this person before. White-haired person with red your, dots on their hair. If we did, we've seen them before. It was one time, and I remember seeing it. Was it in the season it or was in just the movie? Like an, I think I it think might have been in this season. No, he wasn't in the movie because I just yeah. watched it, and I'm pretty sure he was not. Yeah, it was definitely this season. This season, because in the movie, Ghetto was removing curses from humans for money. I feel like maybe we could have yeah. seen him at that point. No, because all the people that followed Ghetto in the movie, like the two girls, they know that that's not Ghetto, and you could tell um, that when they said, "All right, we've done what you asked, let us go." Um, stupid, stupid girls didn't now. know. Stupid girls didn't know to make a pack. They just took the man <laughs> on his word. <laughs> yeah, stupid bitches. <laughs> He's like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> they got the last laugh though. Those those girls were creepy, man. They, they I mean, it was cool. I like how they just like brought them back because like I hadn't really forgot like. Until they brought him back, I was like, oh, it's the girls from the movies, you know? Or they yeah. had, like, the cell phones and stuff, but... Yeah, but uh, he saved those girls in the past. That's why they stuck with him. I wonder if they're gonna, like, help the sorcerers, you know, and play, like, a decent oh, little role. I just remembered where this white-haired person was from. I think that they're from season one. He, I believe that this white-haired person was at the beach one of the times. 
Yeah, that'd be making. And we sense just saw you. we and we just saw the like the back of his head and the red dots when Mahi. T- or was it whenever they attacked the school, maybe? And we saw this guy with the sword that time as well. We've I mean, definitely seen this person before, but we don't know who they are. Or what their powers are, but if they're following this dude around who seems like a bit of a wild card, I'm guessing he's pretty strong. <laughs> like, if they got him following around the dude that they don't, they don't really trust, they're just like, this guy, don't really, he's yeah. not really part of the plan. Like, they just said, hey, you can kill some people. The dude with the sword hand, he was like, yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah, I could probably make yeah. that. So this white-haired guy, anytime you see somebody with white hair, you got to ask yourself, are they related to Gojo? This guy's eyes are pink. We don't know if there's a relation, but we know he's strong just because if you watch enough anime, you know short people with white hair that, you know, smile politely, usually strong AF. You don't mess with the kids, and he looks like a little kid. Um, so we'll find out, I'm sure, who that is later in the season. Like, I, could, I couldn't even tell if it was a boy or girl, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, we go back over to Ghetto, Jogo, Chozo, and Mahito. And we're seeing them through the surveillance that Mekamaru planted in the station. So Ghetto says the sealing is complete. However, the prison realm still hasn't finished processing all the information that is Satoru Gojo. We won't be able to move it for a while. And then Mahito, I guess, is like Spider-Man and has Spidey senses and sees the camera and destroys it right away. And then Ghetto says, they got one over on us. It's like, shit. (laughs) Shit. Shit. So that's the second of the three puppets. Like we talked about earlier, we don't know where the third one is. My prediction is that he sent that shit to the strongest person he knows. Yuta Akatsu, who beat Aoi Toto's ass at the last year's event (laughs) i wish they'd show that i'd like to see it i know we go over to itadori mechamaru says good news they can't move gojo from where he was sealed on floor b5 yuji's like why not mechamaru says because he's satoru gojo yuji says haha makes sense they're gonna encircle basically they're gonna get all the subway trains coming from all directions and trap them from all exits they're gonna encircle them work on getting the veils lifted so that they can go in there and then beat some ass. So Yuji, he busts through the first veil that's trapping common people inside and right away starts laying down beatdowns on some transfigured humans. And one thing I've noticed about Yuji's fighting style is it incorporates a lot of breakdance moves, like spinning on your hands, kicking with your feet, which is tight. Yeah. Um... He clearly isn't having trouble killing transfigured humans at this point. I think I don't think he's like desensitized, but he he knows he's got to do what he's got to do. I mean, he they're asking the top for of it. The building. They're always saying, <laughs> yeah, "Kill me." They're always like, "Kill me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Fucking kill me. <laughs> so Yuji he climbs to the top of a building and he starts yelling for Nanami. He says, "Nanami." Are you here? Gojo Sensei has been sealed. And of course, everybody hears him. And I didn't think about this, but like, friend and foe, everybody's hearing this. So, everyone. 
Yeah, yeah but it almost doesn't matter. It's better just to like they they already know there's cursed spirits around, so it's better just to like, hey, yeah, there's cursed spirits, but also Gojo isn't here, so we're basically fucked. Better just yeah. to get better to let that information get out than let people know that you know. Because mm-hmm. really, I I feel like not that many random curses know what they're even doing. Yeah, like it's a small group. Like he keeps a small circle ghetto. <laughs> Just imagine being one of the people that can't see curses and you're just like, what the, what is going on in here? It's like that guy from Netflix. What the fuck did they do to us? What are you talking about? I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't do any of this. I didn't see. Oh, man. I mean, if you can't see curses, you're definitely dead, though. At least the people that can see the curses can kind I mean, of the, run away. The lucky ones are the ones who just got knocked out for the next two months, you know? Yeah. The people true. on the surface just running around, running for their lives from freaking deformed humans. But, I mean, it is... The good thing is they're in Tokyo, so, I mean, there's got to be some decent places to hide, to bunker down for the night. Yeah. Once they realize they're in danger, I'm sure a couple got got just by not being prepared. But at this point, if you've seen some bodies hit the floor, ran across some dead bodies, and seen some monsters eating people, like priority number one should be like <laughs> getting a bathroom stall or something or pinning a door. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Y- y- you would think going into hiding wouldn't I mean, be too hard in like a city with like that's packed like that. Like there's going to be body. I mean, you could literally just go find a pile of dead bodies and go crawl under it and let, just leave one dead body on top of you and just act like you're dead all night. Um, luckily they hear him. Not, I mean, he says this line, which is definitely worth repeating. If it's true that he's been sealed, then it's over for every human in this country. Pretty heavy shit. We go back over to Mahito, Jogo, Geto, Chozo, and this time, Zoidberg. Did you see him this time, Brennan? Yeah, I saw him. He don't look... This dude! He don't look exactly how I thought. I thought he was a little bit big. I thought he was more squiddy and, like, just bigger. Like, I thought he's he was, like, a, a big bigger... round face. But he's, like, not... He's, like, relatively human size. Like, I guess in my head, I thought he was, like, double, triple, like, one-piece character <laughs> size. Like, way bigger than the average human. But he's, he's not... Yeah. He's wider, but, like, height-wise, he's not, like blowing everybody away yeah i i wonder when they're gonna actually like let this guy have a moment he just kind of hangs out i don't think he speaks they don't even like they don't really even acknowledge that he's ever anywhere no they don't he's definitely I think he's under, kind of like a pet yeah i feel like he's for sure under ghetto's power yeah manipulation I, like he I maybe he has curse. like he just that's what i mean he's like a curse that ghetto obtained and like for some reason, having him around you grants you some protection or some buff, probably. Yeah, maybe. Or he's just like an extra life, basically. Like everybody gets one if you have him. Like so, Ghetto <laughs> has like one death, and this guy will take it for him. Yeah, maybe. Because he is always he is the one that's always with Ghetto. Like whenever we see him, he's like behind Ghetto or next to Ghetto. Um. Ghetto, he's saying that he's going to stay behind and guard the prison realm since they can't pick it up, ask the others what they're going to do. And the long story short is Chozo, Jogo, and Mahito, they all want to find Itadori. Mahito and Chozo want to kill him. Um, 
Jogo wants to find him so that they can give the fingers to Itadori and release Sukuna. Um, this is when Mahito is basically like, guys, we don't need Sukuna anymore. Without Gojo, we can win this on our own. Jogo kind of agrees. He says Sukuna isn't our ally. We might even be the ones facing greater risk if he is resurrected. But if Sukuna is resurrected, that's guaranteed to usher in the Age of Curses. And that's really all he wants. Yeah. Um, I'm with Mahito on this one. From like a oh, curses, yeah. from a curses point of view, not that I'm like on their side, but like if you guys wanted to be like ushering the curse era your way, then yeah, it's probably best not to have someone that could body all of you guys if you decided yeah. to. Yeah, because he ain't right. the type that would be like, I appreciate it, guys. Like, thanks. He's, <laughs> a, he's he's the type that would get out and be like, Son, you guys think you saved me and just kill him yeah. for no reason. Yeah. And we did confirm that Chozo is the, uh, is this the first time we're learning he is the brother? No, I mean, we've seen him before, we just couldn't remember because it's a lot to think back, but you said last week you think that's who he was, and yeah, he is. Yeah. Is he yep. the brother of the one that Nanami and Yuji fought? No, it's the one that uh, Nobara and Itadori fought while Fushiguro was in the realm under the bridge during that yeah, very yeah, last right. arc. Yeah. Yeah, where she got the little curse under her eye. Yeah, that's the brother. Yeah. What? <laughs> Colton, you remember the two curses that Nobra, you, the tag team fight between Yuji yeah. and Nobra against the two curses? Those were this Chozo's brothers because yeah, they're all incarnated wounds. Yeah, because she got the, the little infection under her eye or her head or whatever it was from them. Yeah, she got, they all got poisoned. Oh yeah. yeah, he no, yeah, he had a curse. That's the fight I was talking. He had a curse technique to where if he like got your blood or touched you, then he could like drain your blood. But then she started like ramming nails through her, and it was hurting him. Yep. So he couldn't take it. Yeah. But that was like his yeah. technique. But yeah, Itadori's he's immune to poison because of Sukuna. Yeah, and how how many? Do you guys remember how many of these cursed wombs there are? I thought it was just those three, but he said he was going to get all his other brothers that they have, like, locked away. I want to say that they said that there were nine at Jujutsu High, but it was basically like a woman that was getting pregnant over and over by a curse or something. Yep. Yeah, pretty messed up stuff. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Um, Ghetto tells them all, do whatever you'd like. As far as I'm concerned, Sukuna was just the alternative if the prison realm failed. And him being this laid back, it's again, it makes me feel like he's got them all under his control and they just don't know it. Like, they can do whatever they want, air quotes. They're going to do what he wants them to do. Yeah. It's just driving me nuts who this guy is, though. I'm like, who the, f like, there's somebody we don't know. Basically, I'm just like, I guess there's a curse we don't know yet or a curse user that we don't know yet that's doing this. It's got to be a curse, not a cursed user, because... I think it's like the premature death guy <laughs> that died in the last episode, his friend. That was his curse technique. The premature death guy. Just the guy that was like, and also, he was in Nanami's class. He died in episode five of this season. The yeah, episode, oh, no. The, the episode, yeah, the literal premature death kid. Uh, Lloyd Christmas or whatever. Yeah, you don't think it could be like him? I'm just trying to think like who it could be that we know. I just find it hard to believe that 
it's like a brand new curse or something that we haven't known yet, but it could be. It's not that deep into it. It is, I think. Well, he's talked about being around for like 500 years or something. So yeah. he's been around a long time. Well, I mean, he like, might personally know as the Sukuna, viewer. That, as the viewer, I guess is what I'm saying. Because like a oh, lot of I don't times, think that we you kind of know the know. threat, except like whenever they throw in like Kagi at the end of Naruto. But like as far as like Madara, you hear about the man like episode one, basically, not episode one, mm-hmm. but but I don't know. Like I said, it's only we're only like 30 ish episodes in the whole season, so it wouldn't be that crazy to throw in a new character, I guess. Yeah. I bet you that he's from a long time ago and he was probably from the era that um the era where Sukuna was in Cursed Users were at their peak that Mechamari was talking about. Yeah. The high anyway, sorcery. Yeah, Chozo, Mahito, and Jogo, they all run to go find Itadori first. And then this is when Ghetto, you think he's talking to himself. He says, those cursed spirits are smarter than you two. And the two girls who Ghetto saved in the flashback where he burned a whole freaking village to the ground of innocent people. <laughs> these, I will say this. These girls are loyal. They say, give him back. We cooperated with you and kept dropping monkeys for you. That's loyal. They still call humans monkeys. Now give us back Geto-sama's body like you promised. Don't toy with Geto-sama any further. Geto says, obviously, I'm not giving him back. I don't recall leaving your heads empty too. Next time you make a promise with a sorcerer, you should make it clear that it's a pact. Now be gone. Or do you want to be killed by this body? And very creepily, the girls just fade into the crowd and they say, you'll regret this. Yeah, I mean, I you don't... I do get his body back. <laughs> oh yeah, you... Just like if why leave them alive is my thing. Like how 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 smug are you? Like you really want these people hunting you for the rest of your life? I mean, he probably thinks they're no threat, but yeah, just because he's like evil yeah. and like they kill all these humans and stuff, you think he wouldn't have a problem just being like, "Yep, sorry." Yeah, but it's also like I don't know if we've really seen him, the person in ghetto, actually kill anybody. Like, he's been around a lot of his curses, killing people, but I haven't seen him, like, do it himself, you know? Yeah, I think it's because he, he's been wanting to not leave his cursed, uh, what do they call it, the trail of his cursed yeah. energy. Because he didn't want Gojo knowing that he existed for this very moment so he could trap his ass with the prison realm. Um, but Ghetto says regret, huh? Now, how did that taste again? And he sits down by the, the prison realm. Um, Megami, Nanami, and Beanie. Man, I didn't know his name at this time. It's Eno. They find Yuji. Mekamaru explains everything to them and even explains that Suguru Ghetto isn't actually Suguru Ghetto. It's something living inside him. Um, and Mekamaru says, The inside of the Shibuya station is currently a real pandemonium. Ding, ding, ding. That's the episode title. It's full of those special grades, the cursed spirits they brought with them, and the curse tied to Ghetto as well, as transfigured humans and normal people. Um, Nanami's plan is to go outside, take care of the, the non-sorcerers like Ijichishan that are outside the veil. And he wants Megami, Yuji, and Eno to go get the veils lifted. And then Nanami says, Inokun. Kusakabe and Zenin's special first grade sorcerer should be inside this veil as well. 
If you're able to meet up with them, please tell them about the situation and request their help. I think they understood, understand the situation, though, thanks to that shouting. Also, please take care of these two. And the door shuts on Nanami while he's leaving. And Eno says, I will. So everything about that scene, one, makes me think Eno's for sure dying. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> he's for sure. It's this not looking good for him. It's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, shit. This character, there. Another character. This guy's freaking dead, man. They call they call that shit famous last words. What he says to Itadori and Fujigura before they take off. Oh yeah. And then this other thing that Nanami started off with, he says Kusakabe and Zenin's special first grade sorcerer should be inside this veil as well. Who are they talking about? That's the, that's the Panda's team and then the Zenin with Maki and uh, Nibara. They're inside the veil. But who's, no, the, who's the, the special spe- first grade sorcerer that, that is part the blonde, of Kus- The only other one is the blonde hair chick, so she's got to be there. But she's just a special grade. She's not a special first grade. A special grade is, a, is above a first grade, so I think that's what they meant. It's got to be her. There isn't okay. a first special grade. But is she Kusakabe and Zenin's? <laughs> Do they own her? The way that they say it makes it sound like we're talking about Chainsaw Man and like they, the government owns this piece of property that's going to go in there and, and the fight blonde for hair, them. The blonde haired girl is just a fucking assistant. No, she's a, first, she's a special grade sorcerer, the one who talked Colton, to Gito. Colton's talking about yeah. Aoi Toto's to, mentor. Yeah. Oh, the one, who, like, yeah. the one who like the one who asked him what kind of girl he likes. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. They haven't shown her on screen. That's why I just thought that they were saying one of them is a special grade. They're the talking Zenin, about a Zenin special guy. grade, but I, but we don't know who it is. And so, but Nanami mentions it so that us viewers know. Oh shit! There's some special grade sorcerer that we know and don't know that's there yet or it's somebody we're going to meet for the first time um but yeah telling uh Eno that you're counting on him i mean dude you might as well have killed this guy yourself <laughs> God, it sucks because you you really do like this guy anonymy says you too or not anonymy Eno says you too before we start the mission let me make it clear how important this is the two main issues with losing gojo-san first the collapse of the Gojo clan. The Gojo clan is currently a one-man team of Satoru Gojo himself. There are lots of sorcerers who have been saved due to Gojo's influence, pride, and whims. And this is when they show the picture of Gojo standing on top of a, like a shrine, and it says, Throughout heaven and earth, I alone am the honored one. <laughs> yeah. All-time best quote. Itadori, you're one of those sorcerers, right? All of those people are going to find themselves in trouble and, worst case, eliminated. That brings us to issue two, the collapse of the power balance. All of the cursed spirits and cursed users who have been keeping quiet because Satoru Gojo was around will start taking action all at once. Now, if those guys from issue two try to start a war while society is in disarray fighting over issue one, we will lose. That's the future as Nanami-san and I see it. So what do you think happens if we lose? Megumi says, at the very least, the age of humans would probably be over for Japan. Not the world, just Japan. 
which makes me think, do you guys think that they'll ever introduce sorcerers from other countries, kind of like how My Hero did? I don't know. I just feel like it's been a very... Not that we I don't think they exist. I feel like it's been like a very a smaller world than like my mm-hmm. hero. Like they've from the beginning been like this is happening in today's exact world. All might went to America. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would just make it too big. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If they if they went down that route. Out. Yeah, it just it seems it just worked better in like this small secret society of, you know, people who have this technique. You know that are hidden within the world mm-hmm. as like an educational religious school do their thing not like get the whole world involved type thing yeah so Eno he slaps both her hands tells them that they're gonna break the veil before Nanami gets back and he says let's go rescue Satoru Gojo and the last shot of the episode that they show us is a pictures of all the characters and behind it it's like stained glass with the prison realm. And the two girls that Ghetto saved, I noticed they're at the bottom. And this probably is one of their techniques, but they had a, like a red squirtle with them. So maybe they're also curse manipulators, or one of them is. And I only know that because I paused it. Ending evil. song plays. And did you guys watch the scene after the ending song? I did, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, I don't remember. So there's a scene for all of you that that jump the gun and don't watch the ending songs. This is your, this is the reason why you watch these babies. So there's a scene. It's an old lady with beads. Her name is Old Ogami. Oh yeah, she I says. Did, that. did you hear that, Awasaka? Satoru Gojo has been sealed. They're leaking information to the enemies. The man Awasaka or Awasaka says. And this dude's weird looking. He's got a mustache and he's bald except for a top knot on his head. What's wrong with that, Oldigami? It's finally starting to feel real to me. Satoru Gojo really has been sealed. I'm getting excited. I wonder what's going to happen to this country now. Oldigami says, and in front of her she has three cursed objects that she's like doing something with. Nothing new. People will curse, be cursed, and die. And then there was one guy with them who was younger who didn't talk at all. And he looked like King from One Punch Man. And that's it. So three, three characters we've never seen before doing something. And I'm sure that they're going to be in next episode. Because episode next week is episode 11 and it's titled Seance. Oh, but it's not like a filler episode. They're giving that vibe off. I was like, fuck. Nah, they've never done a filler know. before. Why would I they know, start just, now? Why are they introducing these characters? Let's get let's get to the shit. But whatever. Well, I mean, I think it's all just part of the story. They got to show these people that are going to come out of the woodwork now that Gojo's been sealed. Yeah. This Awasaka guy's been, I guess, afraid of Gojo. Didn't like him, and now that he's gone, he's going to go wreak some havoc. But. Well, there's nothing else. This was a long episode, so... Yeah. You have anything else you want to add, Colton? Nah, it's just a good episode. I mean, I'm ready for it. Like, let's... I don't know. I'm ready for some action. Something. Me too. Me too. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're the Casual Anime Fanatics, also known as the Evans Bros. Uh, Tune in next week. We're also going to be starting the Shield Hero, so we'll be back to two episodes a week. Jujutsu Kaisen and Shield Hero... Uh, 
Peace out. Peace out.